0: Hello everyone, welcome back to Swatch Talk. I'm your host, Harmon Swatch, and today I want to talk to you guys about how I got ready as an explorer for the OCLIA Academy, um, how I prepared. Um, for those of you who don't know, O'CLIA is Orange County Law Enforcement Explorer Advisors Association. They hold an academy twice a year, once in the winter and once in the summer. Uh, I just want to talk about how I got ready as an explorer to go through that academy. Um, The things I did, the things I studied for, uh, the physical aspect of it, the mental aspect of it, and you know, everything that I incorporated going through a military-like academy to become like an official explorer that could rank up and could open up a lot of opportunities for me. So I just want to start out, you know, I became an explorer when I was 14 years old. Um, I wasn't really into the program at the time. I kind of liked it. You know, I liked the law enforcement aspect. I'd seen too many episodes of Cops. Um, You know, I kind of wanted to be a part of that. So, you know, the first step was becoming an explorer. But uh, I went to the first couple meetings. You know, I saw that they had a structure. It was kind of rigid. You know, things were a little formal for my taste. But I knew that that's what law enforcement came with. Um, I started off not liking the program as much. You know, I thought it was too strict for me. But um, when I saw the opportunities that it came with, you know, I started falling in love with it more and more. I started attending every meeting, you know, making new friends. I started uh, going out to events with the other Explorers, meeting new Explorers from other cities and talking to other advisors. Um, I was still pretty young at the time. I played sports in high school, so I was, I was in physically good shape. Uh, I could run a mile. I could do all that and do push-ups and stuff. But it was the mental aspect of uh, getting yelled at and screaming at other people. That's what kind of shook me in my boots. Um, you know, I didn't know if I was ready to get yelled at 24-7 for five days. Um, they showed me the video of the past academies, and it definitely looked pretty tough to me. Um, so so just to sum up the academy, it's five days and four nights at an Irvine Boy Scout camp. Um, uh, other TAC officers, as we would call them, or just officers from various cities around Orange County would come out and uh, sort of lead the academy, you know, toughen up the kids, lead them through exercise, lead them through practice. We would have specialists come out who taught in their field, such as bomb squad, K-9, SWAT team, just specialized branches in law enforcement that could spark our interest. Um, But it came with a lot of physical activities such as running, push-ups, sit-ups, various other types of activities. And I'm not going to lie, that was definitely a tough part of the academy, you know, just going through constant exercise all the time. Uh, The specialists were fun to listen to, you know, I definitely learned a lot. Um, Another part was just the yelling, you know, everything was sir, yes, sir, or sir, no, sir, or ma'am, no, ma'am vice versa Um, it was tough to just constantly you know keep quiet and not want to talk to other people I like to be a pretty sociable person I like to you know hear from other people's experiences Um, the food was fantastic I think that's one of the things that kept me going Um, what else Wow there's so much the pepper spray how could you forget so every Explorer has to get pepper sprayed at the Academy Um, I guess that it's kind of a tradition so well let me go through the Academy day by day so on day one uh, we came in you know everyone was new everyone didn't know what was going on Uh, we came in to the actual Academy on a prison bus Uh, we were transported there from a Tustin Center and it was pretty scary Um, sitting next to some random stranger on a sheriff's prison bus Going to somewhere you didn't know was a little frightening at first. Um, But when I realized that everyone was in the same boat as me, you know, everyone was scared but ready to get into it, it kind of gave me some confidence going into it. Like, I'm ready for this. I got this. You know, I'm psyching myself up mentally. So we get there and all of our stuff, everyone at the academy, which is 102 kids, you know, all their stuff is in one giant pile. So I kind of knew this was coming because my advisors told me. And that's why I had to tape my bag in like a metallic gold color with tape so I knew it would be mine But everyone's stuff is there, you know, there's trampling, people are yelling, you know Everyone's trying to find their stuff and get to their bunks before everyone else Because if you're the last person, you have to do extra PT or physical training um, After everyone else is done So I find my bag relatively quickly You know, I take my bag, I go to my bunk And I come back, and we're supposed to form into our platoons or our groups where, like, like a certain classroom would be in a certain group. Like, these people would be in your class for everything. So I couldn't find my group at first. You know, I was looking around. My platoon was Platoon 7. You know, I was asking other people, hey, is this Platoon 7? Is this Platoon 7? I could not find it. And out of the corner of the field, I hear SWATCH. I turn and I run as fast as I could over there and the first words that came out of my mouth was sir yes sir my mistake was it was a female attack officer asking for my name so I got berated for that you know they instantly jumped on me because I'd called her sir um, I recognized my mistake and I did <laughs> I paid for it with 25 push-ups um After that, uh, we did a bunch of exercises. We got to eat our dinner because we arrived at around one or two o'clock in the afternoon. We got to eat dinner, had our first class. Um, it was definitely tough, but from what I had heard, it, the first couple of days were the hardest and then it got easier. So after that, you know, uh, we did more exercise and around 11:30 at night, they finally allowed us to go to our bunks and go to sleep. Um, it was pretty hard. To fall asleep because even though your body was exhausted you know your adrenaline was still kicking you know you were on high alert constantly trying not to get in trouble i managed to get like an hour's of sleep we had to be up at four thirty the next day uh i got ready i um i woke up earlier than everyone else because i didn't want to be crowded in the bathroom uh, i woke up got my uniform ready went outside waited on academy road couple other people trink, uh, trinkled in. Um, you know, everyone, there wasn't a massive rush at 445 to get onto the road because everyone was smart enough to get in ahead of time. Uh, we waited there for our TAC officers. Second day was pretty smooth overall, you know, just more of the same, rinse and repeat. We exercised, had class. Um, uh, we got to see the canine uh, training that day, which was pretty cool to me. You know these dogs have incredible responsibilities and incredible patience and they're so talented and just overall great officers you know these other officers see them as fellow officers not just dogs and i definitely share that opinion you know these dogs go through a lot of training just to be certified as a police dog Um, that was really memorable for me Uh, the third day was actually the pepper spray day um, it was kind of funny uh, Everyone had to line up um, chain link style like a human uh, fence and we all had were arms intertwined And they came across with q-tips and a cup full of pepper spray and they dabbed it inside our noses inside her eyes So that we could actually feel the effects um, I was dumb enough to say after they'd passed me. I said, sir, I don't feel it sir And that is probably the worst thing you can say to an officer who's quickly ready to give you a second dose. So he came back, made sure to get the whole Q tip wet, put it in my eyes, in my nose, and just kept walking by. And he's like, You're about to feel it now, son. I did not know the world of hurt coming to me. You know, it was so instantaneous. I started sweating. You know, my nose was running. I was about to cry right there. But the key was keep your eyes open guys. If that's one tip I can give you. if you're going to the academy, you know, if you're just listening for fun and you get pepper sprayed, I don't know how, but if you do, keep your eyes open. Try to let the wind blow away the pepper spray particles so that you do not keep feeling it. If you keep your eyes closed, it will stay there longer. It's gonna be one of the hardest things you do in your life, but trust me, it'll pay off. You know after a half hour of us screaming on the field, running around like chickens with our heads cut off, um, the effects finally wear down a little bit for me to where I could go back to my bunk and wash, wash off my face. By the way, water reactivates pepper spray on your face, so you're going to feel it again. Um, some people, you know, some people just didn't have the effects wear off as fast as others. And it's funny because you can see the toughest dudes, the biggest dudes, the buffest dudes, kneeling on the floor crying because they're, they couldn't open their eyes. And that's where like the spirit of camaraderie really comes in. You know, you grab that guy, even though he's not in your platoon, he's not in your department. You grab him and say, hey, you got this, man. Come on, get up. Let's go. You know, and that's something that I've always remembered because I helped that guy. And then meeting him two years later at a different event, he hugged me and said, man, I don't know if I would have made it without you. That just that really made my day right there. Anyways, we got pepper sprayed. We went back. Um, everyone was just trying to wash it off, you know, blowing it out with fans, you know, fanning each other with their hands, and I definitely helped. Uh, things just got better from there uh, that night, especially. Um, we had this thing called fire watch, which means everyone, while everyone else is sleeping, two people must volunteer in the whole uh, bunk to keep an eye out for quote-unquote intruders, when it would really just be TAC officers who were trying to, I guess, surprise us because of the myth of uh, midnight PT, which means that all the officers would flood into a random bunk and make everyone there exercise at like 2.30 in the morning. You know, it didn't matter if you had a sock on, your contacts in, your glasses on. You had to PT right there and then. Uh, I remember I did Firewatch, I want to say three out of the four nights because no one else wanted to volunteer I was okay with it though. I'd rather be awake than asleep. I think I got a total of two hours of sleep at the Academy um, So that night at Firewatch, I was sitting there with my partner um, Who happened to also volunteer with me three out of the four nights, you know I thank him for that because it would have been hard to do it alone I remember staring out at a trash can in the middle of this park And then all of a sudden I get up and I point and I'm like, dude, that's a black bear right there. And he looks up and he goes out there and he sees, he's like, dude, that's just a trash can. And he's like, and I'm like, am I hallucinating right now? Because I must be tripping hard to be seeing a black bear out of that. He's like, man, you really need to get some sleep. So he went and woke up his bunk mate and said, hey, look, you got to come on, do on Firewatch. Harmon is Harmon is desperate for sleep right now. So his friend finally agreed. I got some shut-eye, you know, woke up a little bit later. Thanked him for that. Um, Midnight PT did eventually come. It was the fourth night. Uh, I was not on fire watch. I was sleeping and all of a sudden I hear tack on deck, which means tack officer was in the bunk screaming, throwing the lights on. You know, everyone was scrambling to get up and get into uh, the position of attention, which means arms at your sides, feet at a 45 degree angle. Um, I kind of knew it was coming, so I wasn't surprised, but it still kind of caught me off guard because I was just beginning to fall asleep. Uh, we ended up doing a couple push ups outside, a couple sit ups, a couple other exercises, and then, <laughs> then we're told to go back inside and fall asleep. I don't understand how they were supposed to expect us to fall asleep after all that, but I just got up, I got ready for the next day. You I know, was studying my codes because at the end we have an exam. Uh, we had to pass with at least, I think, a 75% or a C if we wanted to graduate. Uh, I was just studying uh, everything I'd learned, um, going through my notes. Everyone eventually woke up. A couple of the people were studying with me because they couldn't fall asleep either. Uh, we made flashcards, you know, we quizzed each other, and I think that really helped me on the test too. So the fourth day, it was kind of like more chill, I want to say. It was the competition day. Because at the end of every academy, they have a mile competition who can run the fastest mile, who can do the most push-ups, who can do the most sit-ups. And uh, there was an obstacle course where you had to pull a 150-pound dummy across a certain distance. Uh, That was really cool for me. Um, It was kind of bittersweet because I think I managed to get like fourth place or something like that. But I ended up twisting my ankle on the obstacle course pretty badly. Um, There was also a uh, marching competition, but I could not attend because my ankle was swollen like a balloon Um, They had asked me if I wanted to go home But there was no way I was quitting after everything I'd been through so I just managed to sit out and watch for most of it Um, The fifth day was just wrapping up, you know, it was no exercise, no PT, no screaming We got to talk to our TAC officers, you know, hear their life stories eating the best breakfast I've ever had. I can say that with complete honesty. Uh, we got to get ready for graduation, which was back at the Tustin Center where we had left. Um, we had our uniforms nice, nicely pressed, laid out, cleaned. Uh, we got to eat really good food. I remember um, learning everything about my officer. His name was uh, Officer Aravalo from the Anaheim School Police. Uh, he was one of the nicest people I'd ever met, even though you wouldn't know it from the first four days. Uh, he taught me a lot, you know, he uh, he emphasized that patience is one of the most important things in law enforcement you know, other people may be screaming but you have to keep your calm and I think I still keep that with me to this day. Uh, graduation was amazing, you know, my parents came out, took pictures, they gave awards, they showed a video of us being pepper sprayed and I promise you everyone in that building laughed. Uh, overall, it was a really fun experience. Um, It's one of those things where if you look at it and you're in the middle of it you never want to do it again but when you look back six months later you're like why can't i go again you know why can't i do that all over again Uh, i made a lot of great friends that are explorers you know i met a lot of great people as officers as um sergeants everything else uh i feel like there's an opportunity coming where i can go as a runner which basically is a person who helps tack officers just uh, with the academy, you know, bringing water, bringing food, uh, helping with uh, medical supplies, everything like that. I really want to do that. But since people love the academy so much, they overbooked every academy from here to, I believe, next year's summer. So if I really want to do that, I'm going to have to wait. Um, overall, guys, if I'm just sharing, make sure you're physically capable to do at least, I want to say, 20 push-ups and 20 sit-ups. Uh, make sure you can run at a decent pace. Uh, I ran. I'm actually proud of myself. I ran my fastest mile, which is six forty six. And for a big guy that's two hundred and ten pounds, that's pretty good, I think. Um, I also did I think like fifty eight push ups. You know, sixty odd something sit ups. And uh, I did third best in dragging the dummy because I managed to throw him as far as I could, and it was across the line. Uh, just be mentally uh, mentally ready you know you don't want to go in there saying i can't do this i can't do this uh that's what i did i was mentally ready you know i psyched myself up uh and also i think one of the things that kept me in the academy was that if you wanted to quit you had to ring this bell in front of everyone and i think that would have been the most embarrassing thing of my life is to ring that bell so i did not want to do that um plus there were some chicks i was trying to impress. Stupid me, I did not want to ring that bell in front of them. So uh, that's why, guys, you just got to keep going, keep pushing through. Uh, when it gets hard, you know, they have a saying, you know, when it, get, when it gets tough, the tough get going. <laughs> when the going gets tough, the tough get going, sorry. Um, you know, that I, I'm a firm believer in that. You know, you really got to do hard work just to get through it. Um, this has been your host, Harmon Swatch. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to my story you know, how I got through that academy, Oclea. If you want to check it out, I definitely recommend um, just going to YouTube and typing in O-C-L-E-E-A-A Academy, and then you can see any year you want. You know, it's definitely fun to watch. Um, Well, yeah, thanks for tuning in, and bye.